Hello, and welcome to Memory Splunking with Ryan Cudahy, the live-casted podcast where call-in guests share a memory of theirs. We then use our imaginations to re-experience that memory and uh, change a few things. So that's the premise. Uh, no one's entered the room yet, so we don't have callers to start with. Uh, but well, yeah, Memory Splunking. Ooh, are we excited? Are we... <laughs> I'm 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 hyping up the potential listeners in the future right now. Uh and I guess I'll just get into explaining the rules of memory splunking. Starting with rule number 1. Uh keep an open mind. This is an important rule because it means in this context you just sort of accept what I say as the new reality. When we're in a memory, I'll be there, you'll be there. And I'll be saying things are happening. Uh, if if we disagree, we could split the memory and exist in two different realities. We don't want that. It's bad. Uh, so what we'll do instead is you just sort of accept the reality that I put forth. Uh, and, and that way we're on the same page. Violet says, hi, if you want to call in right now and you can help me explain the rules, that'd be great, Violet. Um Oh, Violet, there it goes. And this way we get to check the sound quality to see if we can do an episode. Hello. Don't uh, don't mind if I do. Hello. Hello? 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 Did we get it? Are we recording? Can people hear us? I mean, Is there I... anyone to even ask? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, great. Fantastic. Okay. I'm glad I asked you that. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick nap, and you explain the rest of the rules. All right. <clears throat> so you got through the first rule, which is don't be rude and split the memory. Uh, you know, disconnect. It's about working together to find madness that, you know, we go through. So the second rule is don't choose anything really traumatic or really good. Because, like, emotions with a lot of emotional content can get really wild. And, like, you can make wise decisions for yourself and with Ryan about how deep you want to go and how prepared you are for that. But the recommendation that we give to the public here at Memory Splunking with Ryan Cudahy is to just, like, choose something chill because it's going to get weird regardless. And then what's the third rule? You can do it. You can figure it out. Oh my god, right. The third rule is so hard to remember. Choose a code word. And we recently upgraded it uh, to have a code word to escape the memory. Super important to have an exit plan, but also a code word to go back in. So if you just want to like take a breather or do a quick like reality check-in, you can do that now. You couldn't before, apparently. Yeah, no, it was terrible before. Suri says, hi, Cuddly. I say, hey, back. How you doing? Um, um, all right. So do you have a memory you'd like to splunk? And do you have a code word you'd like to use? Oh, God. No, I haven't thought that far ahead. I got excited. I made some tea. Could you help me find a memory? I've heard I've I've heard you purport to offering that service before. Okay. Uh, do you want it to be a long time ago or do you want it to be recent? I would like to be a somewhat sentient adult. 
Okay. So without within the last uh year. <laughs> that might have been a bit of a diss. I didn't intend it to be. Wow, Ryan. <laughs> God, I just called in. Um no sometime in the last like ten years. Okay. Um w- let's think of a uh, Let's just try to focus on a time you felt good in the last 10 years. Something, maybe you went somewhere, maybe you went on a trip, maybe you went and checked something out that was fun, that sticks out in your mind. I am going to choose a memory where I went to the farmer's market. Cool. Did you get a lot of stuff? I did, yeah. I tend to gather beautiful foods wherever there are beautiful foods i got really nice gluten-free stuff i got a lot of good vegetables i made a lot of friends i got some flowers it was a good time cool okay um and a a new thing we've been trying in, in memory spelunking i've only done it once is uh we try to pick the spiciness levels how many stars do you want this out of 10 in terms of how crazy things get and how quickly. That's nice. Um, And now I'm conflicted because I was going to choose this nice chill memory, but I really wanted to do a horror episode with you, Ryan. Okay. I wanted to get spooky. Okay. So how, how many stars would you say that would be? Most stars. How, how, how many stars can I choose? 10? 10 out of 10? Yeah, let's go. Let's just, like, see where that takes us. Let's, like... All right. Okay, let's go into the memory. Um, Do we have a code word? No. (laughs) Uh, Feverfew. Feverfew? Feverfew. It's an herb. It's okay. really great for headaches, and it has uh, these cute little flowers that look kind of like daisies with, like, white flowers and orange centers. Okay, so there's there's no one else in the room to remember that right now, and I will forget it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up a, a backup plan. In front of me. Okay. Hey, Cheryl. Can you remember the code word fever few? Fever few? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's our backup plan. Thanks, Cheryl. Love you, Cheryl. Love you. Violet says thank you. Okay, that was nice. (laughs) And the return phrase will be mint. Mint, okay. All right, cool. Um, Fever, few, and mint. All right, here we go. I would like you, if you're in a place where you feel safe and feel safe to do so, please close your eyes. I feel like I just heard a crow. Yeah, I'm outside. Okay. <laughs> it's just a very interesting time to hear a crow. <laughs> uh, hey, Cheryl, there's a crow on the other line. <laughs> Cheryl said hi to the crow. Okay. Here we go. Close okay. your eyes. <laughs> and and focus in on this memory. Focus on this farmer's market. Focus on this day. I, I want you to go back and in, falling into your own mind. Just picture yourself falling into your own mind. 
traveling to that day. Uh, you see yourself on that day and then you are yourself on that day. You forget about your future. You are fully in this body. You are fully of this form. I want you to open your eyes now in the memory and tell me what you see. So I'm getting out of the car and I'm in downtown Portland. Oops. I maybe whatever. Anyways, uh, I'm in downtown Portland. There are like the student buildings, the the farmer's market, the big one downtown is um, on the PSU, the Portland State University campus. And so there are like the student buildings on my right. And then like this long sprawling through the park blocks farmer's market. And I see lots of people and I see many, many tents with like white awnings, uh, like the farmer's market tents. I see, uh, I smell bread and soup and like yummy, yummy pastries. And I hear, uh, like a, like a, a jazz marimba band that's like playing off like a few blocks to my left. Okay. That's nice. Where, what's your first stop? Where are you going first in the farmer's market? It's nice. Um, I am really excited about the gluten-free bread, and I've shown up a little late, true to form. It's like this really gorgeous, like, bright yellow afternoon. Uh, but there are the shade. There's shade from all the, the trees along the park blocks. And so I take off toward the gluten-free section to... Okay. What do you see there? Well, I sort of take off like sprint skipping, you know, like I do. I do a lot of like skipping. Uh, And so I'm like darting through the people. Uh, They're fine with it. It's Portland. I feel very alive and free. I'm like smiling at everyone. So they're fine with me like running. And I show up. uh, It was like to the right on the park blocks. I show up to the gluten-free stall and there's a woman with sandy blonde brown hair and uh, she has baguettes and pies and breads and rolls and like all of it she has like all this shit mm, that sounds good what what what's what speaks to you what stands out as something you want to take and buy I want the baguette and some rye bread and okay. like a little thing to eat there. Okay, good. So you you, you get those things, and suddenly uh, everything's silent. Oh, there, there's suddenly no noise, and uh, you look to the the person you were you were dealing with, the person you were going to buy this stuff from, and no one's there, and no one is around. It's suddenly an empty farmers market. You hear a couple of things fall to the ground. Oh. Um, but yeah, everyone's gone. Everyone. And this is like, I'm going to like round up and say like a thousand people were just yeah. here. Everyone is suddenly gone. Wow. How do you feel? Uh, I feel my chest tighten. I feel my stomach drop. I feel this like sort of bizarre, very adrenalized sense of calm. Mm. Or I don't make a sound either. And I just sort of like slowly, quickly like scan 
and make sure and like see if there's any movement. And I'm like utilizing my my hearing to hear for any movement. Do I hear birds? No, no, everything's gone. There's nothing. And is this like the whole city or because I'm like in downtown. Is this just. Well, you can't see too much further out. Um, right. But you you do hear like nothing. Like no cars. No cars. Yeah. Do I hear the river? Yes. Okay. All right. So it's not a me thing. I'm not like just suddenly deaf. No, uh, no. And and uh, this fits with your your visual scan that there's no longer anyone around. Yeah. So I open the rye bread and I take a slice. And I sit down on her table and I just take a second because I know that my adrenaline is going to be weird and I know that whatever's going on is going to be weird. So I just take a fucking moment, try to regulate. Do you take a bite? Yeah. It tastes bad in your mouth. It tastes like uh, chalky and dry and um, without flavor. So I spit it out and I'm suddenly kind of mad. I was trying to be really chill. I try to gather myself. Now I'm slightly mad. I feel like this is not going to be something that I can just breathe my way through. And I start just grabbing other breads on the thing and just like popping them in my mouth just to see. Yeah. It, like it, it tastes like ash. Terrible. So I start panicking and running to other stalls to try other foods that are really yummy beverages. I'm smelling soaps. I'm like sort of just like sprinting very quickly past these things to try to like find some soothing sensory experience. Yeah, everything is sort of um, dulled and and feel like smells far away and then looking at it it's it's sort of dried dried out like the soups it's sort of dried out and is my vision the same or do the colors look weird the colors look weird uh it, it you said it was a, sort of a golden um v- view yeah. uh, it, it's just it suck 10% of the color out of that Okay. Like Twilight Zone. This is freaky. This is really freaky. This is really freaky. And I just kind of start yelling. Like I was initially like trying to stay pretty, pretty calm. And I start like a meet like yelling like this is like, this is not okay. This is this is really freaky. And I can hear the echo of my voice uh, hit the buildings and come back. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's all you hear for a moment. And after the echo sort of filters out uh, behind you, you hear just a shh. <gasps> Which is very clear sounding to me because as soon as I hear the echo of my voice, I realize that I'm being very loud and that I'm the only sound. Yeah. And Yeah, and I feel watched. Uh, and I get really quiet and then I hear the shh. Do I have any sense of the direction that it's in? Directly behind you. Oh, shit. Okay. I was going to scramble, but it's just right behind me. So I like uh, freeze. 
my whole body freezes for a second and I take a deep breath and I whip around. Okay. You don't see anybody. And I whisper, who's there? Is it behind me again? Yes. And I just like throw my fist back and whip around. Nothing's there. Fuck. All right. Well, I no longer want to be exposed in this open, but like, you know, there's a lot of stalls. There's a lot of places to hide. There's a lot of visual stimulation. And I decide to go into one of the PSU buildings. Okay. Um, And there are stairs that go up and stairs that go down. And the stairs that go up go up to like an art area. There's like art exhibits for the students and whatever. Uh, And it's like a student union. And then down below is like the cafeteria. Yeah, um, very empty. And uh, uh, the li- what would, what's the lighting like in here? It's very different um, than outside. Outside was like very sunny and inside it's like all of a sudden filters through a lot of windows, but they're like sort of shade, like the, the glass has shading in it. So it's sort of, it's sort of soothing but sort of naturally eerie, especially like coming from outside. Like it takes a little while for the eyes to adjust. Right. Any artificial lighting? Uh, like down the hallways as you get deeper into the building. Okay. Where are you going? I, well, I walk inside the doors. I check the doors. I'm moving like sort of stealth and, uh, I am just standing on the platform to begin with to like use my senses to see if anything happens. Um, and I'm like listening really hard cause the shushing was really quiet and I might be hallucinating. So that's also real, but I'm just sort of like half of more than half of my attention is honestly just like behind me trying to see if I hear like a rustle of fabric or something. Okay. Um, you don't yes. you don't hear anything, but you do see a sudden bit of movement, um, like out of the corner of my eye, a bit further than the corner. It's it, like it's ahead of you, and it it's kind of down at one of them hallways you were talking about. It's just a sudden quick movement that you see. Do I have any? Do you have any more specifics than that, or is it just like my eyes perceive something? But it's your eyes perceive movement moving away from you down the hallway. Okay. And I don't hear anything. All right. So <clears throat> I go down the stairs because that's where I see it. And that's where I wanted to go to begin with, even though I think it's pretty unwise to go downstairs in a building uh, in this moment. But I know that there's like an emergency fire axe at the base of the stairs. So I just fucking, uh, I don't know, take my hoodie off or something and like smash my elbow into the thing to get the ax. And now I have an ax with a bright red handle and a very shiny face. Yeah. It feels heavy in your hands. Like uh, heavy with weight and responsibility. Yes. Okay. You got that. Now what? 
And I'm wearing very light shoes that don't make a lot of sound. I'm wearing like Keds. And I just, I just take off in like a sprint, a strong sprint with good posture uh, in the direction of where I saw movement. Okay. You're down, going down the hallway. What's this hallway look like? You said there was artificial lighting. Yeah. To the left. I like go past the cafeteria on the left, which is a little bit more open, but it's still downstairs. So it's like the windows are small because we're below the the line and then there's just like a very banal white looking hallway that goes um, back past it and then to the left and then deeper down to the right and I thought I sensed movement going toward the left okay yeah you did so you're going down that way Uh, which goes deeper into a, a maze of buildings now that we're in the basement area they're like all the buildings connect down here Okay, when you turn the corner, you're going down this hallway. At the end of this hallway, is there another fork? Is it another, is it more turns? Yeah. Okay, you see, you you see another flash of movement going off to the right. Cool. And I'm making like good speed. Okay, so you're only me and my breath and the sound of my keds hitting the linoleum. Yeah, literally no other noise. And you're, you get to this, you get to this fork of where they were going down. You're, you're chasing after the movement. Yeah. Look down this hallway. What do you see? Um, what do I see? Sorry. I got stuck on the, on the idea of, am I, do I, do I, am I just sprinting with full force and so i just fucking turn that corner yes or do i have enough okay so i just like come around the corner it's a white hallway there are some classroom doors they look like some offices too um and it hits an elevator right in front of the elevator is sort of a figure it's sort of glowing um just a, a internally a dark red it has long hair in front of its face um, tall and uh, uh, maybe a little bit semi-transparent. Um, but I yell oi! You, you yell what? I yell oi! And the lights turn off. Oh. <laughs> Which is the sound that I make. Guys just like immediately start cackling in the dark. Uh, and I'm wielding the axe, but not like to hit anything, more like a barrier, like a wall. Yeah. And okay. I start backing away. You start backing away. You feel the axe get heavier. Uh, probably adds add like 20 pounds to it slowly. You feel that increase. And like, and like, I, I'm, I'm. I'm playing this game that I'm really used to playing with myself of like, am I going fucking mad right now or is this really happening? And so I'm like weighing out. I'm like really feeling in my body, especially because there's no fucking sensory stimuli anywhere that like the weight on my arms and on my shoulders and on my rib cage and on my like abs or whatever. I'm like, I'm, it's like, I have to like set the ax down. Yeah, that makes sense. You you feel it like sort of press into the ground with a lot of weight. You feel it uh, it leaves a mark on the ground as you're setting it down. 
uh, but you don't have the axe anymore. And yeah, it's still dark. And uh, you do hear a scuttle of noise from coming from the, the hallway. What's a scuttle? Um, a scuttle is so like imagine a large spider, I guess, how they move and how that would sound on l- linoleum if it was the size of like a horse. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, fever view. Fever view. Okay, we're out of memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ryan! What? What I do? I just needed a. I just needed a moment. Uh, would yeah. Would you like to adjust your star rating? <laughs> no, this is great. I just am like. Uh, I feel like I've been going in adrenaline mode in the dream. And I want to take a moment and find some strategy or something. Like, okay, you need a second. Okay. <laughs> I lost the axe. I'm in the dark. There's a fucking scuttling sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is your circumstances. Um, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that I wish I wouldn't have yelled at the one dude who was standing there. Because he was the only person, they were the only person that I'd seen. I have no idea what's going on. I do have this long abiding idea that when weird shit like this starts happening, there's generally some sense that can be made. There's some reason, right? There's something, there's some Mm. sentience involved. But if I were in this situation, it would really be pushing on that that faith system. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a plan? Do you have any sort of uh, once you get back in there? Yeah, I think I got it. I just yeah, I just needed a I just needed a chance to like ramble for a second about this. <clears throat> okay. Okay. You ready to get back in? Yes. <sighs> okay. Mint. All right, you, there's a scuttling coming towards you. It's pitch black. This is the first n- real noise you've heard outside of your own making. In like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I just start like whispering, please. Like, uh, like whispering nice things. I'm so sorry I yelled at you. I'm so sorry I was so loud before. I'm so sorry that I grabbed the axe and decided to come in real hot. I'm just trying to understand you. I'm just trying to understand what's going on here. I'm sure we can work this out. I'm sure we can work this out. I'm sure we can work this out. Uh, You feel a weight upon the ground in front of you uh, heavy enough to sort of crack the ground in front of you. You, There's sort of a split on what you're standing on and you hear sort of a coming from like uh, maybe two to three feet in front of you. And is that the cracking of the floor? No, that is a separate noise being made directly about your height level. Fuck. And I'm going to assume that it's communicating with me. And so I just keep repeating this. Hi, my name is Violet. I'm here to understand you. 
I'm here to work this out. I'm sure we can work this out. Okay. You see eyes open in front of you that produce a small amount of light. Uh, sort of red glowing eyes um, about uh, a foot in front of your face and about your eye level. And they, they open slowly and they let out uh, a little bit of light that somewhere illuminates your face. The only light. Yes. In the basement. Great. Yes. And, and I, my eyes go pretty wide, you know, especially cause they're like adjusting my pupils and I like lightly gasp, but it's like very quiet. And I go, hi, I'm Violet. Nice to see you. Okay. And another pair of eyes open uh, slightly above these ones. And then another pair slightly below until you see about eight eyes in front of you. And they're just sort of scanning around. They're not looking, they're not meeting your eyes. Okay. What the fuck would I do in this situation? What am I doing? What are my intentions right now? I'm trying this niceness thing. Pretty sure that this is a spider in front of me. Heard, yeah. I guess we could call those scuttling sounds. I'm piecing it together. <clears throat> and I start thinking about very quickly in an adrenalized sense, you know, where like time doesn't exist. All thoughts can sort of be consolidated into one. I'm thinking about what I know about spiders. I love spiders. I have a good relationship with them. I start thinking about all the spiders that I've known and loved, all the spiders that loved me, all the spiders that were saved, all the spiders that seemed very grateful, all the spiders that I've saved from showers and windows and like all this shit, like a lot of them, including their babies. I start thinking of the spiders that I love so that I don't freak out. Okay. You're thinking about those spiders. You have them in your mind and you hear a, like a hissing yeah like a large hissing as the the figure in front of you sort of rears back okay i feel them with me i feel their love i'm going through the memories of all the spiders that i've loved before i'm like crying at this point i feel like there's a long legacy I start thinking about other bugs that I've saved, all the worms that I've saved from sidewalks on rainy days. I start thinking about all of the bees that I've grown flowers for, created little habitats for, but mostly the spiders. I am focusing. I really like, turn to the spiders and I'm like breathing, but I'm breathing in like a like yogic fire breath. I start like crying and getting kind of into it. Like, <laughs> Okay, so the plan is to breathe. Think of the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the 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 figure you feel it come down towards you at uh, a high speed, and and then you just feel sort of a wind across your face, and you feel and the lights turn back on, and there's nothing in front of you. There is cracks in the ground uh, in front of you. Uh, about eight cracks and yeah, sort of uh, spaced out in front of you, but there, there's nothing there. It's just a, a white hallway. Well lit. 
and I'm still crying and I'm still like low key hallucinating all of the like legacy of bugs that I've called on insects, arthropods that I love and have called on my love of arthropods. Uh, and I'm shaking and, uh, I do a scan real quick of my surroundings. Yeah. And I don't see anything. And I, Uh, as much as I want to run, I just start taking very measured steps, uh, you know, back where I came from to get the fuck out of the basement, which I realize has been a terrible decision. Okay, so you, do you turn around to start walking out of the basement? Um, yes. Okay, you turn around and you see that the hallway you're in is not the one that leads back out. You're further into the maze. Um, it's well lit, it, and but you're you're walking in a different direction than you were before. It's not the same. Okay, and I'm just taking measured steps, like kind of one step per linoleum tile. And I'm thinking of the bugs. I don't know. I start naming them. I start listing them off. I start uh, thinking about what I love about spiders. I'm trying to focus on gratitude, apparently. I think that fits the era, too. I was more into gratitude at the time. I don't know. I don't like it. But <laughs> uh, what I love about Portland and PSU and farmer's markets, I'm like trying to like flesh out some sense of hope. Especially because, yeah, all my senses are, like, dulled. I'm still imagining, like, the hallway ambiance is still, like, 10% muted in comparison. So I'm just, I'm just losing my mind. I'm just, like, frantically searching my memories for anything that doesn't suck regarding bugs and or the themes of this experience. And I'm just trying to calm my breathing down and, like, uh, slowly walk. Okay. So there, there's some comments in the chat, and they're not positive. Do you want to hear them? <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Jen says she is going to die. Jen says the bugs you saved have come back to kill you. And these are voices that I start hearing in my head. Yes. Uh, yeah. The voice of someone named, named Jen. Yeah, and I'm used to being really suicidal at this point. So oh, no. I am like, yes, that is that is a possibility. Yeah, I am perhaps going to die. Thank you, Intrusive Thoughts, for participating in this experience and reminding me of this concern that I have, which is that I'm concerned that I'm going to die. It's true. Okay, well, I feel bad of what I have planned. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you do? There is... There's, um, Un basically unknown territory. It looks like the same Beaver layout of of. Uh... Okay, yeah. Hello. What the fuck do you mean? What you have planned? <laughs> I just know what's around the corner, in both directions. And you know that whatever it is is gonna be bad because I have a history with suicidal ideation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my cackle, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that, that's well, okay. What? Yeah, what I'm. I, I know what's around the corner, and uh, it just made me go, "Oh, <laughs> I okay. can change what's." Uh, we're out of the memory. You want me to change what's around the corner so it's not what it was? Not particularly. 
I wish there was a way to do a content note without, you know, fucking with the very important novel factor. Right. You have any ideas? Honestly, at this point, I'm imagining some fucked up things that involve me seeing my own death. And I'm not, I'm not not okay with that. I feel like, I feel very resourced and prepared for like pretty much wherever you would take it. Okay. And I'm curious about my own reactions. Yeah. If, if you're feeling fine, we can go back into the memory. It, you know, you know, the password, you know how to exit if you need to. Right. Um, Jen says, can she call someone for help? Call an exterminator, something like that. <laughs> and that's, that's possible. And that's something you'll be prepared with if you want to go back in the memory. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. I ha I will have the capacity to call an exterminator. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I am. Yeah, I just couldn't let you live that down. You just <laughs> <laughs> fucking suicidal. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just like I'm on I'm on ten right now. You said ten stars of spiciness. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you were fucking born to do this, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to go back <laughs> in the memory? Yes. Okay, you got the word. Mint. All right, so you're in the hallway. Both both directions are uh, basically unknown. It's it's the it looks like the hallways you know, but it doesn't seem like the layout is the same as you remember it. Right. And I hear these voices telling me that I might die, and that the spiders that I love don't love me. But I am filled with an emotional sense of well being that the spiders do love me, and no matter what the voices say, I am filled with the abiding of that love and I just start walking in a direction I don't even know if it's really left or right because the maze is confusing but I do see a few scattered doors and I start getting curious about what I can see like on the placards with the names and like if I can see through the little weird window um, you see start, like, scoping it out the the names are all jumbled the names they they don't you can't recognize them. It doesn't look like letters, you know. Uh, Jen also says they don't. I just had to throw that out there in the chat. You said the spiders love you. Jen said they don't. Great. Which adds to this ambiance of terror and yeah. the emotional, in, the increasing emotional truth that I do not have control here. Right. Okay. Which is only somehow dawning on me. So around the corner, you hear uh, sort of squeaking. You sort of hear these squeak, squeaks upon the linoleum. And uh, a, a heavy breathing figure runs around the corner. Um, it, it, and it, they're holding an axe. And they, they see you. And it, yeah, it's you. Do they see me? Yeah, they see you and they stop. Oh, shit. Okay, uh, do they, rec like, what's the expression on their face? Confusion, but recognition. Cool. And I just burst into tears, and I go, oh my god, hi, and I fall to my knees. And I just am, like, immediately, like, howling, like, what the fuck is happening? Okay. So they take a step or two back, and they say something, but it comes out jumbled, and it's gibberish. It's just like it, it. It's speech sounds you recognize, but they're in the wrong order. Okay, I 
pull in a breath. I gather myself. Uh, I'm still on my knees. But I look up and, like, wave very slowly, like, at, like, a normal slow speed, like, two or three times. Okay. The, uh, this this version of you seems to be, there's a lot of adrenaline. They're, they're very, they're breathing very heavily. Uh, yeah. But they sort of make some sort of motion in recognition of this. Cool. Uh, when I was a little girl, I used to be really into sign language and, uh, I used to do a lot of the, I love you sign. Cause I was like a gushy little child and I hold that up. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You, so you make sort of that, that sign, uh, they, they tried, they're holding in one hand an ax, but they try to make some sort of sign uh their their hands are hard to read though it comes out jumbled um it like That's visually cool. is blurry and blurred yeah and I'm, so i'm kind of curious about whether i'm just having a stroke at this point which is which has crossed my mind a couple times but with the jumbled words and this whole thing i'm like kind of starting to so it's like kind of in my strategy like a 10% little corner of my mind like what is the stroke protocol Good to keep in mind. Uh, But I recognize, you know, the gesture. And so I slowly, slowly rise back to my feet uh, and see an alcove like five feet to the left. And so I like sort of, you know, again, slowly, because I know that she's fucking adrenalized, like usher her over, like do the, you know, the, the wave of like, let's go this way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and her, her, um, features are kind of softening and she's, she's sort of letting, letting the ax fall a bit. Uh, and you, you see just a little bit of movement around her shoulder coming from behind her back. Just this small little, like, uh, like black, finger-looking type thing coming around the side of her shoulder. Like grabbing her? Uh, not necessarily grabbing her, but just sort of a figure, uh, a finger. It looks like, you're looking at it closer now, it looks like more of the point of a longer appendage, that, and it has um, it's sort of shiny, maybe like a claw, maybe something along those lines. Okay. I take it in really fast and I slowly raise like a finger to my lips, like a shh. And I like find where I can kind of tell of her eyes. And then I like point with my other hand. She looks like, down. So she, she starts to look where you're pointing. Um, and yeah, it's the, it's sort of moving on multiple sides now that it's, it's about four or five little black um, claw looking things. And, and she looks at those and then she looks up and she has a big smile on her face. Fuck. And then she's, she's sort of like, um, it's from the back sort of turn. She turns inward and from her back, it sort of morphs up into this large uh, spider figure and it's clamoring towards you. Yeah. And I knew it was a spider as soon as she started smiling. Cause I'm a freak and I know what my smiles mean. Uh, and I grab the axe. Uh, why not? And I just sort of do this like low, 
uh, like quick slide thing. I don't know, like softball sort of slide because I've mostly cornered myself, right? Like I've sort of led her to this little alcove a little and, right. uh, uh, so yeah, I slide the fuck out of the way with my axe. So you and, slide under the spider figure? Uh, like I, like not in, like not under, like through, but like to my right. Okay. And, um, yeah. So you're, you're sliding down the hall or like not far, but you, you sort of slide and grab the axe, uh, to get that close. You, you do kind of, uh, feel a film of spider web over your face. And it, and you feel it sort of bunch up and stick on your legs. Okay. How, how you feeling? How you doing? How am I doing? Uh, I am moved into an immediate, because of the bondage themes, sorry, I'm moved into an immediate, like, very altered subspace. And at this point in time, I had a long history of doing, like, sex magic work. And, like, possessions and invocations and, like, all this stuff. And so I'm not moved into a subspace. I'm moved into, like, my, like, oracular subspace where, like, I'm not fully in control of my body. Uh, There is, like, a power. There's, like, a manic, hysterical, almost shrill power and like anything that I've been working with can walk through because of the bondage themes. Like my body moves that, and now I'm like psychically altered. Interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not like. You're not. Um, Jen says, "What is happening?" So you, the the voice in your head has uh, become somewhat uncomfortable. It seems, <laughs> and is immediately quieted because in that space it's not words it's yes action and energy so it, it you're you you do have a little bit of spider web on you but you're not restrained you're, you're able to continue moving forward cool and i have like an inhuman strength my adrenaline is now just like full form power and of my own volition and so i take the axe and i like very lightly like slice it off my face and slice it off my legs and i am like I like do like a tumble and then I'm like on my feet like on a low like get GTFO sprint. Perfect, you're running. And running. And there are like corners. It's like a it's like a maze, right? And they're like more corners than there normally are. So I'm like yeah. just taking corners and doing like I'm trying to submit to the maze to lose this thing. Um, okay. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. It's, there's more corners than normal. It feels like you're only going three or four feet before you have to turn again. They're getting smaller before each turn, each, each path you have to take. Uh, you feel like someone's running in front of you and you feel like something's running behind you too. So like, it's like you're chasing someone and being chased and then you're suddenly out of the hallway and it is, it is, uh, that golden, hour it was you were describing it it's uh you're out in the farmer's market there's people everywhere they're sort of talking and eating and there's uh, the smells return to the world and you're holding an axe <laughs> and you have spider web on your face and you're breathing heavily and your eyes are wide 
And I'm like, obviously in like a trance. I'm like, obviously in like a orgiastic trance. My breath is very deep, but cyclical. My eyes, like my pupils are very wide. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like covered in a light sheen of like adrenal sweat. Uh, yeah, and a light sheen of spider web. Yes. And I don't stop at all i sort of lower the axe or put it in a position to be less intimidating but still like kind of in front of me and i'm staying pretty low and i'm staying along the walls but i want to get like out of this farmer's market um i think i'm gonna head toward the river uh and i was getting increasingly frustrated in the maze uh uh because it was going nowhere but i dart in and out of the people uh i see some expressions of shock i'm really not concerned uh and i find the first turn off which is pretty quick from the doorway that i exited out of uh and it's like an alleyway in between the buildings okay so you're going towards the river yeah okay are you gonna make it all the way to the river uh it's like like 10 or 11 blocks yeah you you see it's like a normal walk Everyone, everyone else is fine. Everyone's, everyone. It's just if you, you're getting a lot of looks. Um, Nobody can see me in the alley. Like okay. maybe like two people because they're like unloading boxes into the farmers market. Okay, yeah, but you, you're able to make it if you want to walk to the river. Whatever, fine. So I'm doing like this sort of like militant, you know, stop and start, keep it low keep moving stay out of the way i'm like checking like up along the window line i'm like utilizing all my hyper senses to like perceive movement um yeah doesn't you're, you're not perceiving anything out of the norm you're just, great you're just going through portland okay you're just you're the, you're the strangest thing anyone's seeing <laughs> i'm not saying something because hey portland <laughs> that was a cheap jibe um, i know I, I i even i even used my elbow when i said it <laughs> i was like huh? Eh? <laughs> how am i doing so you still there yeah i'm just processing because i feel like 11 blocks is a long time you know yeah. even to be in that state and i think it would probably start thawing and the adrenaline would start crashing but conveniently there's also like the saturday market down by the river so i guess it's cool that i'm going that way so i start walking up along the river uh the parkway okay to get there are you gonna are you going to the like edge of the river are you gonna see the river yes okay it's like through the city for like six more blocks, and then there's like a, a, a NATO Parkway, like a five lane, whatever, and then there's like the riverside. Let me know when you see the river. I see the river. Okay. And I so- throw the axe down and just sort of like sprint as if it's like my majestic savior. Okay. So I now that you're getting closer to the river, you might think. A little bit twice of that because it does look like black sludge flowing through. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. It's just, yeah, sort of a dark, it looks like uh, ink. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And my adrenaline's doing fucked up things, but I'm mostly still in this oracular space. I definitely go back and get the axe again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> quick, quick, like, you know, turn around. Uh, and, you know, I'm surprised that nobody has stopped me with the axe, I guess. I'm starting to think that, but then I see the water and I just, whatever, who cares? So I go to the Saturday market. And I grab an elephant ear and I grab a shot of Jack Daniels or something. And I grab, uh, fuck, what else is there? I think that's it. (laughs) I don't think you need a a ton more. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Um, so are you, are you like slightly soothes the adrenal like shake and, uh, the sugar I find calming. Okay. I, do you still see the water? Is I, I just don't know the layout. Yes. Okay. There's sort of a red light in the water. Uh, it, it's inky, but the light must be bright enough that it sort of um, shines through. And it, it has a strange feel to it. And and from that, sort of raises up a figure. It's coming out, it's coming out of the ink. And the ink is sort of dripping off of them. It has as long hair it's glowing red and it has uh it, yeah it's me you recognize me just sort of coming up out of the water but i'm i'm sort of uh i'm paler my my hair is black and um i'm i'm sort of well dressed coming out of the water how are you responding huh how large are you i'm i'm how you remember me okay well, I recognize the red lights from the many <coughs> interactions with the spider. So my first response is that it's not you. It is, in fact, the spider coming out of the water to find me. And I go uh, right there is like they have a little music area. So I just like kick them off the stage and grab the mic and start talking to you directly. Okay. Yeah, so the, they, the people run, a, like, if there is anyone nearby, they're moving away because they see you having the axe. What do you yeah. say to and me? I'm like, and I'm, like, in, like, a harpy stage. I'm, like, breathing. Like, I seem like I, I could do anything. Yeah, I, re- I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you say? What do I say? Sorry, I'm having a cough. Mm. Take your time. <laughs> Thank you. What would I say? And it wouldn't really be me talking. So this is fun. It kind of feels like a spelunk and a spelunk. Like my weird in and out sanity of awareness within the dream. And then also my like in and out alteration of consciousness from whatever we call what I was describing earlier. I like howl. I like howl and like wail and like sort of breathe fire uh, at this thing. I sort of, uh, I, I make sounds of war through the microphone at 
you who I don't think is you. I think it's just finding another face. It shows my face. It's choosing your face. It's probably going to go through all of my safety stuff. Uh, it is not a friend. And I start feeling like very large and powerful uh, in response to like, I don't know, the energy of the villain. Okay. Uh, the This figure is coming up out of the ink it's fully out now. It hears your sounds of war. It hears these calls. It's stepping across the ink and, and then uh, sort of readies themselves, looks up at you with these red eyes and says, uh, bleh, I'm a vampire. Bleh. And I, he has a little cape. Uh, it's a small cape, but he has it. And he's like putting it in front of his face and moving it away and going like, bleh, I'm going to got sharp teeth, sharp teeth vampire coming in town. And I don't like hear your words. I like don't recognize <laughs> your words. I don't care. I'm like beyond perceiving the details, and there is still just this like m- you know red energy coming at me, and I feel my like sound waves from my sounds of war. I feel them like thick around me. I feel them like herald. I'm like calling in the spirits of war. Uh. And I'm pretending to bite someone, and they're like, "Oh man, he's getting me! It's a vampire!" And I'm like pointing at, uh, pointing at him, and he's pointing at me. And I'm like, "Blah, vampire! Gonna gonna bite your neck." And I just perceive that you are threatening people, <laughs> and I feel like a stallion, like a fucking war stallion, and I like just charge you. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, you charge, and I'm I'm sort of making my vampire movements, putting the cape in front of my face, putting the other side of the cape in front of my face. What do you do? I'm charging you. Yeah, but you, you've charged at me. I'm not moving. I'm I'm playing with my cape. It seems to be distracting me and obscuring my vision. <laughs> oh, I tackle you to the ground. Uh, I hold the axe to your throat. I breathe like fire breath in your general direction. I'm like, whoa, 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 fuck, 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 fuck. No, 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 no. Hey. I'm hey. like slobbering. I'm like I'm like glazed over and like drooling and like vibrating with this like power and I'm like pressing on your Adam's apple. I don't even know that you can okay. talk really clearly. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then I, I'm just gonna inject a little bit of calm into the air. The air is just gonna calm down. And the every everything's gonna get a little bit softer, a little less harsh. And and uh, I, know that, I know that you're drugging me. I mean... <laughs> okay, what's your response to that? You know, so I like utilize the handle to like somersault over you, uh, and I'm like crouching on all fours, and I like hiss at you. And uh, and uh, hey, we are we already we already started this, so I just the calm comes into the world a bit more. I'm just like, all right, all right, I'm not a vampire. I take off my cape. I'm not a vampire. It's okay. I, I'm not a vampire. But you're still glowing. Yes. And you're smiling now because you're laughing at me, and yes. I remember the smile. Uh. And I rise up, I don't know, full full stature. And I go, what the fuck do you want? And I'm like, 
we're just we're just doing like a fun thing. It's just like a, a um, it's a game. It's a game. We're just doing like a fun game. Okay. And I cackle shrilly, like madly, like echoing off the bridges. If anyone's around, they are concerned. Everyone's so yeah. Everyone's concerned. You're, there's a lot of concerned faces at this Saturday market. What would I do if you said it was a game? It's just a game. It's just a game. I just start walking. I just start power walking in another direction. And I'm like, Violet, Violet, wait up. Wait, hey, are you cool? We were just, we were having fun. I'm power walking. And I'm like huffing. I don't know. I feel like you are familiar with this state. I'm like, I'm like, ugh. Can, did. Echoes of war. Do you want more air drugs? Because I can, I can pump those out. <laughs> and I grab a bottle of bourbon, which I'm, yeah, they have. Yeah, you, you, okay, you can have that. You can have that. Um, There's some hippie stoners by the water fountain, and I just, like, grab all their stash. They're, like, holding a blunt and a bag, and I just fucking grab it, and I'm just, like, huffing. I th- I've thrown the axe down, yeah, when I somersaulted, and now I'm just, like, huffing and drinking and taking some tokes off a blunt and uh i mumble something like you can fucking follow me if you want to okay thank you and i just i follow you and and uh i i wait quietly as long as necessary before you're you're able to talk and explain where you're coming from (laughs) jen the Mm -hmm. axe is on the ground i think that we just left the axe yeah uh, with the with the high of the air drugs, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure is spider venom. So I so I lead us away from people. Uh, there's like a, a a back area that's like where the max meets the bridge underneath the the Burnside Bridge, and so I'm leading us back there. Uh, okay, yeah, it was, I, like I said, I I'm, I'm I just sit down in the middle of everything. So I'm not against a wall. I'm like in the middle of this big sort of like parking lot promenade near the max station, which is your subway uh, system. And I just like sit down. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm in front of, I I go around, I'm in front of you. I sit a little further away. Um, I'm glowing slightly. Uh, It's sort of a, it's sort of a blue color now though. I switched colors. Um, I am still dressed like a dollar store vampire. I have like caked on powder on my face, little fake uh, teeth, and I have uh, a little boat, like a, a little tie and vest. Uh, and I sit down in front of you. And I'm like, "Are are you are you are you okay? I don't. Is this? Are you okay? I, we were. Am I gone a little hard today? <laughs> and I take another glug, and then I hand you the bottle, and I go, "You look real dumb right now." Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, let's not get into who looks like what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I cackle madly and like take a really big puff of the blunt. Okay. Is is this helping? Are you calming down? Are you going to fucking drink with me or what? I don't. You know me. I don't drink. And I say I'm not going to talk to you until you drink that. That's peer pressure. I'm not I'm not going into this this 
I'll, uh, I'll take a hit from the blunt. <laughs> I take the bottle back very aggressively, moodily, and I and I hand you the blunt. Okay, I take a hit. It's a it's a it's a huge hit, and it uh, sort of as the smoke goes in my lungs, the blue glow sort of changes to a blue and green wavy one. <laughs> and I hand it back, and I'm like, "We good? You gonna talk about what happened?" And I, you know, suss out the smoke because I was I was figuring that if there was something that I gave you, then it would give away that you had a spider body. <laughs> uh, but I don't see any spider body when you take the hit. Uh, OK, I'm I'm, so yeah, I'm yeah, I just start talking. I just start I just start talking at you uh, very fast as I want to do. I just start rambling the whole story. Okay. And I'm the whole time I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was there. I was there. I was, I was like the, I was the puppet, a puppeteer. I, that, that was all me, but it was like a, it was a joke. It was like a game. Were you going to eat me? No, no, I wasn't going to eat the other, the, the people at the market either. I was just pretending I'm a vampire. Rawr, rawr. And I take what out the teeth you- and I'm like, they're fake. What did you want? What was your fucking goal here? It was what you wanted. You said you wanted a 10 out of 10 spicy uh, memory splunk. Fuck. That does sound like me. <laughs> yeah. We, like, I was, I was thinking about maybe doing like a two-star. Like, we were just going to hang out at the farmer's market and eat, eat stuff. But you were like, let's do a horror one. Jesus. I really thought you were going to fucking come for me. I was, uh, my reality was, uh, dissolving. The rules yeah. of, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be I'm having a stroke. Is this not going to have like permanent consequences for me? No consequences. This wasn't a stroke. It was just like an imaginary game we were playing, but I do want to say oh. if this is, if I'm true, if this is a 10 out of 10, spicy star situation it wouldn't be over right now and there would be one more big scare but you you can you can veto that if you're done if you're if you want to just be smoking and you're drinking and that was too much for you but like i'm just letting you know this is a nine out of ten right now and I'm I've been like laying on the ground. I really like open open spaces that are like concrete. So I'm I've been laying down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to like connect to the earth, doing some rituals of grounding. Uh, but when you say that, I do another one of those cool like backflips over my head thing, <laughs> and I'm like crouched on the ground. It uh, seems like that's uh, that seems like a no to me. You're crouching. I'm just saying, if this was a 10 out of 10, this would be a false sense of security. I'm cool. I'm, I want it to be a, a real sense of security, and then we can exit this. That's what you want right now? Yeah, I think I think this was a, a little crazy, and it seems like you get to a high area, and I think we can just call this a 9 out of 10 and not have one more big scare. But my first instinct is, what the fuck have you got? And like immediately, you know, I just called in the hounds of war. So that's still coursing in my body. It wouldn't be 
chill yet, even though I was like getting crossfaded, it would have hardly lessened the adrenal load. Okay. Would have some symptoms away. Yeah. Okay. So are you are you saying yes to ten out of ten, or are you saying no? I'm saying this in the in the memory. Is this? Are you going for the ten out of ten here? And I just start sort of roaring at you. Uh, I sort of like bang the bottle on the on the concrete and okay. start like yelling somewhat incoherently, like fucking try me. Okay, the bottle it breaks when you hit it on the ground. It, there's a, a large snap, and then there's sort of a quick a quick jump. And then uh, you, uh, everything changes for a second, and the bottle is embedded in my chest, and I'm I'm looking down in sort of like a panicked mode. And I bubble you. I don't know where it comes from, but suddenly you're in a pink bubble. <laughs> you bubbled me, but I'm the bottle's in my chest, and uh, and I'm just like I'm like panicking. Well, your injury pauses inside the bubble. That's the thing about bubbles is that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, the bubble. I'm, I'm, able, I'm able to sputter. I'm able to sputter a few things and I say fee for few. <laughs> and, and we and we and we exit the memory because I so. Hey, hey, Violet, how you doing? Ryan, did I just stab you? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, you stabbed me. <laughs> For a second, I was starting to see the white hallway again, and then suddenly there was you in your blood. That was really terrifying. Yes, it was. And I will say, this was a 9.5. <laughs> this was a 9.5 because, because yeah, uh, if, I was, if I was going for a 10, 10 out of 10 spiciness, um... <laughs> uh, the bubble would have failed. It would have failed entirely, and it would fall fall into the ground. But I didn't feel like that was cool to do to you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, yeah that would be traumatic. This is you being very professional and knowing your your spelunky. I'm sorry, I'm still like, what the fuck just happened? All right, yeah, we de- we got a debrief here. How are you doing? Are you all right? Oh, I'm glad you do the debrief. Oh, God. <clears throat> How am I doing? I felt a lot of things today on this spelunk. I still feel them kind of coursing through my body. Uh, I feel a little drunk, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> What, would you uh, would you recommend someone else go for the ten out of ten spicy? I think you have to be really prepared for yourself. Like when I ran into my myself, who was a jumbled version of me, who was secretly a spider. <laughs> I felt a lot of things, you know, and I had to be prepared emotionally because I was so adrenalized and shit was so fucked up, and like. I do have a history of like killing myself in dreams and like all this stuff. So when shit got, started getting weird and I saw myself, I was, I felt safe and loyal. I felt concerned. I was very scared for her when there was a thing behind her. I was immediately having visuals of like 
violence that I could enact to what was behind her. I literally almost went toward it to save her. I almost like grabbed her and like handled it uh, and like grabbed the axe. I like felt in my body that I could do that in that moment, but I was slightly afraid that she would just hit me with the axe because maybe she has my reflexes too. But yeah, I was prepared to like kill myself in a spelunk. Uh, and I don't know that everyone is ready <laughs> to handle the emotional consequences of that. Right. No, that's, that's um, one of the big, the big ones. <laughs> but you're really good at it. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, you had a good time. Yeah. I was surprised that you went nicer uh, when you suddenly emerged and it was just you and you like talked me down and wore a cheesy Dracula outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what makes a spelunk. I got to be there and I got to be wearing some sort of costume. <laughs> how, how is this for you, Ryan? It was cool. It's, I will say super easy, super easy to do horror. <laughs> it's it's hard to know where the line is <laughs> but it's very easy to just come up with scary situations to throw in it's a lot harder to do uh, exciting but funny <laughs> right well I, I mean I don't know that I'd recommend other people do this but I'm definitely going to call back for more <laughs> fucked up words belongs I felt like I was really getting to meet myself and that was cool yeah, yeah, you went, you went off. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? I feel like I, it was one of the most disconnected that I felt to the idea of spelunking, whereas on a lot of other spelunks, I feel like I, I realize it's a dream sooner, and then suddenly I have, like, access to dream powers, whereas in this, there was, there just, like, wasn't as much of that. Yeah, I do have to thank you for not using bubble powers sooner. <laughs> you you saved them for when you you felt you really needed to do something. <laughs> it's just it's just easier for me if you you can't bubble me away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad to be able to have it so you don't die. Yeah, no, 10 out of 10, I would have, uh, the bubble would have popped and I would have bled out. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been really sad, but then shit would have gotten really weird. And then I would have, yeah, my imagination would have fucked off with that. Right. God. Well, How is this for you, Jen? Are you still here? <laughs> you uh, Jen seemed to really not like when I got stabbed and asked, why didn't you just walk away? That's a good question. I guess it's the ad- ad- adrenaline thing. Yeah, I mean... Jen says I'm recovering. And trauma, like, I think I I have a trauma background. It makes me, like, go towards the thing a lot of times. Uh, I also really like horror films and have been really into them forever, so I would probably be, like, curious. All right. So this has been fantastic. Um, I'm going to go do my Labor Day stuff, hopefully go on a big old walk. Um, oh, my God, right. It's so late. This was so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, cool. Catch you later. Catch you later. Uh, I hope you have a good day. 
And uh, give, send me a text <laughs> if you are experiencing like spider fear or anything. Um, well, make sure I this know. one doesn't last. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Goodbye, Violet. All right. Thank you to Violet and uh, thank you to everyone listening today. Uh, this has been Memory Splunking with Ryan Cudahy. I do these Monday through Friday, uh, about one-ish to two-ish Pacific Standard Time. I'm also on Twitter at Cudahy Ryan. I'm also on Instagram at Ryan Got Some Weed. Um, I upload these to my profile. If you look up Memory Splunking with Ryan Cudahy, you can see other horror episodes I've done or fun ones that aren't scary and don't have spiders in them. Well, even the fun ones have spiders sometimes. I, I think I go there a lot in my mind. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this has been great. Thank you all for tuning in. And um, I hope, Jen, till next time. Yeah, thank you very much for the amount of um, psychological influencing you did on this <laughs> memory splunking, Jen. You really got in Violet's head. <laughs> um. All right, so that's it. I'm going to do my outro, and that'll be it for today. Um, uh, I hope everyone has a good day. The, here goes my outro. This has been Memory Splunking with Ryan Cudahy. Because with Ryan along for the ride, your memory ain't what it used to be. Goodbye. <laughs>